get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid They tell me, clever man, come on, you think too much Where you been, I ain't heard you spit in months Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta Trying to build a shot, real talk These days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zones with the four-hour laid over Fifth out, I flush out, red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever, doja You in the corporate office somewhere over there You with a Range Rover, this is getting colder And I ain't got time, man, I got a shot Email me in October I'm telling all my people, look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave number one source for knowledge in the information age high frequency radio network
enemies are so close to me I don't know who you supposed to be So contemplate that before approaching me Hey fool, run that shit the fuck back, man
my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line I'm
<laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation. Using my mic stick, man. The microphone. Ah, uh, this is the Foundation, and we are high frequency. Well, we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. I know it sounds like I'm probably disorganized. I'm not. I was just laughing. I mean, but let, let me let me get let me finish the intro. Incorrect information, <laughs> incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So as always, we correctly apply that correct information here. At the foundation, you know, I would like to welcome you to another episode of the foundation. My my name is Sot L S S O T Sot Sot L Seeker of Truth L. It's my pleasure to welcome you back. You know, first of all, I want to shout out. I'm sorry. Start off as I always do by saying all thanks, praises, honors. Due to the creator and ancestors. Uh, definitely want to say peace, big up, shout out to the big brother, Yusuf L. Big brother Yusuf, I call him, you know. Uncle Yusuf, you can call him Uncle Yusuf L. You know, if you're being respectful, otherwise, you could say Yusuf to act like your contemporaries or something. No, ain't no real contemporaries to that brother. You know what I'm saying? That's my guy. Don't go to the conscious community. High frequency radio network. Creators. Extraordinaire. Is that French? I think that's French derived. <laughs> SPC. University.com, man. That's my, you know what I'm saying? I mean, look. Secured party creditor. University. Learn. Do your dance. You, you want it? Do I have to say anything else? Need I say more? SPC. University.com. Shout out to the brother Yusufel. I welcome you to check out SPCUniversity.com. Check out his YouTube. He's, he's on YouTube. He's killing the game. Brother's on Instagram. I think he's killing Instagram. Then he's getting banned. Then he's getting back on. Same with YouTube. You know how he does, man. You know, he's going to keep it moving. Check out his bit shoot. I also welcome you to check out Welcome to the Foundation. Dot com. Make sure you sign up for the email list for those exclusive offers for those exclusive event notifications for that exclusive content that you can only receive as an email list subscriber. It's it's cool. It's you know it's it's its own community. How the email list subscribers, you know. Get a lot of love. Also, check out that PDF section at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. There's free free PDFs. You don't even have to. You know how they be like, oh, I put together a document, and you know, you just go go here and get the free document, and then you go there, and they want your name, your last name, and they want your email. Sometimes they want your zip code, all that stuff. None of that. None of that. Just go to WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Go to the PDF section. Just grab that stuff. Just click on it. Right click, left click, however you want to click, click. 
you know, just do your dance. And then, you know, I would recommend that you check out the education section. Check out that Foundation Trust Primer. If you are looking to understand what's going on with these private trusts, with what's up with all these different types of trusts, over 18 hand-picked documents by yours truly. Get you right, get you, get you good, get you golden. If you're into reading, if you don't like to read, don't. Do it. I'm just going to say it off top. You know, it's like, oh, why would you do that? You, you, you know, there could be a sales issue. It's not about sales, man. It's about offering educational information, man, to the public, man. Check it out. If you don't want it, I'm not trying to get it to you. That's, that's like the opposite of sales. I'm not trying to convince you that you need it or that you want it or nothing there, nothing there. But, you know, ultimately, ultimately it is what it is. But like, as I said, if you like to read or if you're, if you're not adverse to reading, check out that Foundation Trust Primer. If, you know, if you're more of a visual kind of watching watching videos and stuff, check out that Foundation Trust series, you know, like, you look like PowerPoints, you like presentations, you like looking at graphs and different things, that's, that's going to be your dance right there, part one, part two, part three, Foundation Trust series, I would look at it as more of a, you know, when it comes to private contractual trust entities, part one is more intermediate, declaratory, you know, hey, this is what it is. Informative, very specific. Part two, um, intermediate. You know, part one's a beginner. Part two's intermediate. Part three's more of an advanced, advanced dance. Especially, you know, jumping into financial. You know, hey, hey, not giving financial advice though. Not an attorney. But you know, that foundation trust primer is is definitely. <clears throat> Hey, I mean, if I do say so myself, and then, you know, you got that passport, no social part one and part two, if you're into that, if you're into, you know, if you want to obtain that passport without submitting a, you know, a, a social security number, that make sure you get your hands on that, you know, this is, it works, it's, I've seen it, I've seen it. Also, at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com, you can find the Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter page. If you're into, you know, social media, you can book a consultation. You can also make a donation all at the same spot. That's WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. You'd be like, did you do that on purpose? I'd be like, no. I'd be like, uh-uh. I also want to say peace to all the listeners, all you live listeners, you live callers, you live doing dancers. I would definitely want to say peace to you. Live internet listeners, also, you know, the archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, you know, you future, future time travelers, your times, you're listening to this right now, your time traveling back into the past, and it's, it's crazy, say what's, say, I'm, I'm saying what's up to you, you can say what's up to me, but I won't hear you, because I'm in the future now, let me quit clowning. But definitely want to say peace to all the listeners. I want to say peace to all the trustees that are in private trustee training here at the foundation. I will catch y'all this Sunday. I also want to say peace to all those investing in their private education outside 
of the foundation outside of high, high frequency radio network. That's cool. That's cool. Get your information now. Do your dance. No, no hating. We can circle back. We can circle back later. We can build later. Either way, invest in your private education however you can. And finally, I want to say peace to everyone we've done business with in the private. Also, peace to anyone that has sent an email, well wishes, or current event, or anyone who has otherwise added to the foundation. Definitely want to say peace to you. Tonight's show is Private Trust Remedies. I bet you're interested. You know, I think... I think one of the biggest things that is real convoluted, murky, opaque, what's, what's another synonym, uh, impossible, foggy, you know, <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop, foggy to look through as far as, you know, ah, let me get this trust set up, I'm going to go private, right, I'm going to put everything in the trust, so, you know, okay, so I don't, I don't own it, I just control it. But then what if something happens, you know? If I understand correctly, you know, as I'm learning from, you know, high frequency, from the foundation, from So L, from, from Yusuf L, from whoever else I'm learning from, it's a private structure. Where's the remedies? There's no public remedies. It's not created or does it it does not owe its existence to public legislation. It's not governed by legislation. And if we don't want it to be governed by legislation, is there legislative remedies for trust? Is there private trust remedies? Man, exactly what's going on, man? Huh? Let me try to confuse me. Let me, let me clear it up for y'all, man, for real. We're going to get into these private trust remedies. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down. You know, statutory, you know, how how... Do statutory laws affect the private structure? You know, when it, when it, in a remedial sense. How about that? We'll talk about that. And then, what are private trust remedies? How are those created? How are private trust remedies created? How are private remedies created? And how are they enforced? How do you enforce a private trust remedy? And, and where is that enforcement achieved? I'm I'm, we're going to discuss all that. So, you know, I hope you're ready. I hope you got your thinking cap on. You put your thinking cap on, Billy. I'm going to jump into these current events. First and foremost, I'm laughing. I'm not laughing, but I'm laughing. Hold on. I'm not the one, the type of brother to gloat, you know, to just. I'm not, you know, just, just getting, just, ha ha, you know, in your face and point and ha ha and, and dance in front of your face and then moonwalk right in front of you and throw little things of lint on the front of your shirt and just annoy you and poke you on your bo- on your neck, on your back, on the top of your shoulders until you get annoyed and say, man, quit, you play too much. I'm not the one to do that when I'm, when I'm right. When it turns out that I'm correct, that I actually was right and everyone else was wrong. Well, not everyone, but most people, even the people in the news, the government was saying something. And so El was laughing. I was laughing. I was, ha ha, that's funny. That word, y'all remember this word? Y'all remember the word I told y'all to remember? It was, yeah, it's been, 
Y'all can go back and check it out. I know I, I'm good. I know I'm good. I'm not worried. I don't worry. But I'm not doing the gloat. But I'm gloating right now. I'm gloating right now. Look, Jerome Powell came out here. This is the Federal Open Market Committee. This is the Federal Reserve Bank. This is the federal, this is the national bank of the United States of America, man. They're on the international stage as far as commerce goes, man. 100% and beyond. They do a lot to do. They have a lot to do with politics. They in politics, man. It's a bank, Federal Reserve Bank. How's your mandate full employment in an economy, in the United States economy? Two two points to the mandate. mandate. Stable currency and full, full employment. Go look it up, man. Go look it up. Check it out. Go look it up. Watch out. You got the Federal Reserve Bank, 12 districts. There might be a Federal Reserve Bank in your city, downtown. You never know. There's 12 of them, so. Mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess it's a pretty good chance there's a Federal Reserve Bank in, in your city or in a city close to you. There's a Federal Reserve Bank. There's 12, there are 12 districts. Check it out. But look, they're supposed to run all this rigmarole. They're supposed to know all these things, you know. All right, I'm done gloat. Let me just get to it. Transitory. Remember the word transitory with inflation? It's going to be transitory, and I was screaming the whole time. This inflation is not going to be transitory. It's going to be here for a while. They're trying to get ahead of it. They're lying. And not to necessarily say that people didn't believe me, but what I'm going to say is it's not that I'm super dope and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm on the level of federal or national or international financiers as far as intelligence. I guess it's possible. You know, hey, who am I to say <laughs> it's not possible? But that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is these dudes are stupid. I'm saying they're not, they're not as smart as they're made out to be. They're not as slick as they think there are eventually or ultimately it comes to light, man, and it's inflation. Remember I told you inflation is here, and it's going to keep being here, and it's not going to go anywhere. And watch this transitory dance, New York Times, why Jerome Powell pivoted on inflation. A surge in wages and benefits got his attention. Other data soon confirmed his concern. Oh, he had a concern? Man, go look at his tape. Go look at the tapes. Look at the video. Go on YouTube, check it out, look at the tape. That man had had no concerns. He said inflation was going to be transitory. He said it with conviction. He said it as though it was absolute fact and there was nothing to be done to change the fact that prices were going to inflate a little bit and then those inflationary prices would transit out in a transitory nature and prices would go back to normal. He was a liar, straight up liar. Inflation has been building for months, but... It was over 13 days that this fall that Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve Chair, decided to, the central bank needed to get more serious about trying to choke it off. The story of the latest Powell pivot, the abrupt move toward tighter monetary policy announced today, shows a great deal about the decision-making approach of the man, President Byron, has nominated for a second term as the nation's top central Banker, man. In short, 
he may stick to his policy. Chosen path in the face of public pressure as long as evidence doesn't undermine his assumptions. But he's willing to change course quickly when data emerges that suggests the world is different. The Fed's policy committee announced today that it would speed up the end of the central bank's bond buying program and was likely to raise interest rates sooner than it had been envisioned as recently as and as early as November. The mantra of the Fed officials through the summer months that inflation was likely to be transitory is now officially history. I'm not gloating. I'm not. I'm not gloating. More than usual in a Federal Reserve news conference, Mr. Powell narrated the events that caused his policy pivot. Complaints about high inflation have been surging since the spring, but Mr. Powell and the Fed stuck to their view that it would fade and that they needed to move gingerly in pulling back on stimulative policies. That started to change with the piece of economic data on October 29th that is closely followed by economists but gets relatively few headlines, a surge in the employment cost index. Yep. Even wages are inflating. That surprisingly high number suggested that employers' spending on wages and benefits was rising faster in the summer months than economists had thought. It put Mr. Powell on alert that inflationary pressures had the potential to be broader and longer lasting than the Fed had been expecting. That, he said, made him consider adjusting plans for a Fed policy meeting five days later to wind down the central bank's bond buying program faster than analysts expected. He and his colleagues, colleagues <laughs> on the Federal Open Market Committee, instead stuck to the plan, but two more data points in the ensuing days were making clear that inflation risks were building. First, on November 5th, a robust employment report showed strong job creation and a rapidly falling unemployment rate. Then, on November 10th, the Consumer Price Index showed a surge in inflation. That was enough for Mr. Powell. As colleagues began giving speeches and interviews in the days that followed, they made clear that a more hawkish approach to monetary policy was in the future, which Mr. Powell affirmed in congressional testimony, testimony last week. I think that, quote, I'm sorry, I think that the data we got toward the end of the fall was really strong signal, signal that inflation was more persistent and higher and that the risk of it remaining higher for longer has grown. Oh, my God, there's risk. I'm done. I'm done reading that. I'm done reading that. I'm just going to let y'all know, like I've been letting y'all know, this inflation is not going anywhere. These higher prices are here to stay, and they're going to continue. They may slow down. The, the rate of increase may slow down at times, may speed up. But what we're looking at is an inflationary event, no doubt about it. Reuters.com, Boston Globe retail sales rose slightly in November <laughs> as holiday shopping <laughs> began. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> this is what I was laughing at. <laughs> I'm looking for current events, man, right? And I'm looking at these current events, and these people are so they're not smart. I'm just going to say that. They're, they are not smart because the headline is that retail sales rose slightly in November as holiday shopping began. Isn't that usually when holiday shopping begins? Why would you 
be putting in the headlines that retail sales rose when they rise every year. <laughs> uh, I'm out of here. Next next one, Reuters.com. U.S. stocks and Wall Street ends higher as the Fed announces it will end its bond purchases in March. So Wall Street really liked that. They liked it. Stocks was up. You know, the whole market's indices across the blue, you know I'm saying? Hey, they loved it. Wall Street ended sharply higher today after the Federal Reserve said it would end its panorama era bond purchases in March as it exits from policies enacted at the start of the health crisis. Following its two-day policy meeting, the Fed signaled its inflation target has been met and its announcement on ending the bond purchases paved the way for three-quarter percentage point rate increases by the end of 2022. All three main U.S. stock indices reversed earlier losses and climbed into positive territory. Wall Street extended those gains as Fed Chair Jerome Powell during his news conference struck an upbeat tone with regards to the economic recovery and expressed a willingness to raise interest rates as necessary to control inflation. Quote, what the markets are saying is because the Fed is increasing their taper, maybe they feel inflation is under control. End quote. Said Tom Martin, senior portfolio manager at Global Investments in, in Atlanta. People in Atlanta always think it's funny how I say Atlanta. I used to live in Atlanta, and I still say Atlanta. I love Atlanta. (laughs) Quote, (laughs) they did what was expected. It's going to add to the credibility for the Fed that will be on balance, neutral to positive, positive, excuse me, for the markets. End quote. I agree. You know, uh, the markets went positive because... The you know the overall markets they feel that the rate increase is going to be responsible, and that it's going to be what is going to be necessary to reduce or at least arrest these rising inflation costs or rising costs due to inflation. CNBC federal aggressively dial back, dial back its bond buying, see three rate hikes next year. We were into that, but, you know, it's all over the news. What is this? Metro business Fed signals three rate hikes in the cars in 2022 as inflation fight begins. So they're going to try to fight this inflation. They're saying that they can fight this inflation, the markets, the stock markets, a lot of traders and economists believe that these measures are going to combat inflation. That's just going to get inflation under control overall without the, the entire economy. Now, the, the question is, is, is it going to work? It's worked in the past. Paul Volcker, you can research Paul Volcker and what he did with regards to that inflation that was going on in the 70s, you know, late 70s or whatever, um, he raised interest rates. He raised them aggressively. But I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be something that's 
a possibility without having a very negative effect on the markets overall, having a very negative effect on the dollar, and ultimately having a very negative effect um, on the economy. But, you know, hey, I am just some guy. You know, who, who am I? Who am I? What is this? Is this CBS New York war of words erupts after New York City Council votes to ban natural gas from all new construction under seven stories. Man, and this is this is big. You know, this is this whole, you know, green initiative. Whether you love it or hate it, this is going to have significant impacts in communities as <laughs> As well as, um, you know, states and cities are going to get into this. The fight against climate change is coming to a building near you. Gas-powered stoves, space heaters, and water boilers will soon be a thing of the past. On one of its most recent votes today, the New York City Council voted to ban natural gas from all new construction and require electrical instead. Proponents and opponents of the new gas ban clashed outside City Hall. Starting in 2023, natural gas hookups will be banned in all new construction under seven stories and replaced with electricity for heat and cooking. Whew. Quote, this bill was about prioritizing people over profits and over properties, end quote, said Councilwoman Alika Amprey Samuel. Samuel. Alika? Alika. It's a liquor. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> a liquor Samuel? <laughs> the bill sponsor. Oh, man. I'm so proud of our work. This term confronting crises without action, and I look forward to the next council picking up where we left off. Corey Johnson, New York City Council Speaker said in a tweet Ampery Samuel Samuel, wow said New Yorkers must take steps to fight climate change that scientists blame for megastorms like Hurricane Ida and Superstorm Sandy quote Sandy destroyed my home because of fracked gas that does not stay in the earth it's adding to the climate change going on end quote storm victim Rachel Rivera said proponents say the ban will significantly reduce the burning of fossil fuels, which drives climate change. Opponents say it'll cost thousands of jobs and could lead to citywide blackouts. Um, I don't know what side you're on, but what I will say is, you know, it's a controversial issue. Reuters.com under pressure, and this is something I'm watching. China property market hit by headwinds. China's property market suffered more headwinds which home with home prices, sales, investment, and construction all falling, weighed by weak demand and a, and a cash crunch among developers. New home prices fell 3% month on month in November, the biggest decline since February 2015, according to Reuters calculations based on data released by the National Bureau of Statistics. Only nine of the 70 cities tracked by the National Bureau of Statistics say 
they saw monthly gains in November, the fewest since February 2015. In a separate MBS statement, home sales by value slumped 16.31% in their fifth month of declines, pointing to a gloomy demand despite measures taken by some cities to boost transactions. Man, imagine if you own if you own property, whether it's real estate or your home where you live, you know, like rental property, rental real estate, or it doesn't matter. Imagine losing sixteen and a third percent of the value of your home. Woo, quote, cities of all classes are under pressure. The current scale of market supply is large and demand is weak. The key is to accelerate inventory, destocking to stabilize home prices. End quote. This is Yan Yujing, director of Shanghai-based e-house China Research and Development Institution. This, um, this can be a contagion. This this can spread. This this is something I'm paying attention to. You can look at it if you want. I don't know. It's up to you. What we got here? CNN Business. Three job trends to look out for next year. Three important trends are likely to dominate the U.S. labor market next year. The year 2022. The ongoing economic recovery from the panorama, the severe labor shortage, and the increasing adjustment to remote work. But there was one wild card that could upend everything, a new panorama upswing as long as we can stave off another big wave of the surf surfers, here's what we should expect from jobs in the market ahead. Look, someone asked me, I got an email. Why do I, why do I say panorama? Why do I say poke poke? This stuff is going up on <clears throat> other platforms where they you know, they censor they censor they censor stuff like that. They look for people talking about these types of topics and they try to censor you. They, they, they heavily, heavily, heavily scrutinize your content. And I just, you know, look, I got, I'm not, we're not political. We're structural. We're, we're economic and structural. We're not so much political over here. We're just with the current events. We just want to let you know what's going on. But, you know, your politics are your politics. You make your own, hey, hey, do your, do your dance. Reuters.com, U.S. sends final poverty-busting monthly child tax credit payment. Man, do they bust the poverty with those? If you if you are feeling at all in poverty, do they bust your poverty with those child, child tax credits? The U.S. Treasury Department said it distributed more than $16 billion in expanded child tax credit payments today in the final month of the pilot program set to expire as President Byron's social and climate spending bill languishes in Congress. The monthly payments, which began in July, lifted some 3.6 million American children out of poverty in October, according to Columbia University Research. December's check for $300 per child under the age of six and $250 per child for the ages of 6 through 17, which families of 61 million children will be the last monthly payment if a proposed extension in the Build Back Better legislation is not approved by Congress. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying it didn't help. I'm just saying, did it, did $300 per child pull people out of poverty? I mean, come on, man. I mean, I feel like this is an assault 
to intelligence. And this is why I read some of this stuff, because I want you to see how they talk to us. Like, we're supposed to believe everything they say. Come on, man. Like, I can't think for myself. Like, you trying to tell me if I got three children and I believe I live below the poverty level and you give me $900 a month, now I'm not in poverty? Come on, man. Come on now. Of course, it's going to help a lot, but I'm you're not... Well, we got some more food. We got some more clothes, but come on, man. Think, think, think about it. I'm done with that. I'm done with that one. CNN business rising grocery prices force customers to buy less, change brands and switch stores. Well, I thought we were poverty busted. I thought my poverty was busted. Me and my children, our poverty was busted. We shouldn't have to change brands and switch stores and go to the not no more dollar store. Morgan Moore's grocery bills are sky high. So she has started to stay away from name brands and buy more of Walmart's great value. Private label brand, a freelance graphic designer in Texas wanted to buy bacon on a recent trip, but quote, just walked away end quote, because it was too expensive. Bacon prices increased 2.3% in November from the previous month and has surged 17.8% annually. Talking about inflation. You pay almost 20 more, 20% more for bacon. It's the same amount of bacon. If you pay a dollar for the bacon last year, you got to pay a dollar twenty for the same bacon. Player? It's not cool. It's not. Moore has also started shopping more frequently at Dollar General for basic meats, dairy, and eggs. Prices there she has found are a little bit cheaper, but still not as cheap as She'd like them to be higher prices for groceries are putting pressure on many Americans grocery budgets, forcing them to change how they shop for food and essentials. Last month, grocery prices were 6.4% higher than they were a year ago. The fastest pace of food inflation in more than a decade. Some researchers and some shoppers are responding by trimming the number of products they're buying at the store and trading down to less expensive private label brands, research, researchers are saying, and shoppers are admitting. This is according to not only researchers, shoppers, but companies, market data, public surveys, and interviews with customers. Others are switching to cheaper stores. Quote, it's a squeeze. Matt Larson teacher in Salt Lake City, Utah, who shops for his wife and their four children at Kroger and Costco. The family's budget has gotten some breathing room from the expanded federal t- child tax credit and free lunches at school for kids. But Larson is buying ground beef around once a month instead of every week and purchasing less milk. I thought the expanded federal child tax credit busted my poverty. I thought my poverty was busted. I need, I need, I need you to tell me how my poverty wasn't busted. Ground beef prices increased almost a full percentage point in November from the month prior, and 13.9 percent annually. While milk prices were up nine tenths of a percent and four and a half percent annually, it's hard to spend that much more on beef. Larson said the family. Keeps extra beans, wheat, flour, and other shelf-stable items in the basement, and it is turning to this safety stock to help 
ride out the highest rate of inflation in nearly four years. I'm sorry, 40 years. Quote, we're relying on what we have and not going out to buy more, end quote, he said. Buying cheaper food shoppers are feeling the pain at the checkout aisle, and they say they're not going to take it much longer. (laughs) That's not much good. A late September survey of more than 14,000 consumers by market research term numerator found that 20% said they would switch to cheaper brands if prices continue to rise. Oh, my bad. I thought they were talking about revolting. 17% said they would switch to retailers and 10% um, said they would buy less frequently. 11% of shoppers surveyed said they would not change their buying patterns. And how many percent said they would just start gaffling food? Like, I'm going to start start snatching it up. I'm going to walk out. What are they going to do? They going to catch me? And can't catch me. You know, I play, I play tight end, bro. In junior high, though. In junior high. I was in junior high. But I still play tight end. Sales volume. And 78% of the top 100 food categories declined during the four weeks ending November 28th for the same time a year ago, according to IRI points of sale data at leading supermarkets, big box stores, wholesale clubs, and other shopping channels. Higher prices tend to lead to a decline in sales volume, the number of products sold. Um, I know what volume is, but I guess most readers don't. Breakfast, meats, milks, eggs, cereals. Ice creams, fresh breads, seafoods, and wines saw the steepest volumes declines annually. <laughs> My bad. Although many consumers have gotten a boost from rising wages, rounds of federal stimulus during the panorama and expanded food stamp and child benefits, there are signs that rising prices are changing their buying patterns. I just, you know, I'm going to stomp this to death because I'm, I want to I make it clear. My, no poverty was busted with those child credits, man. Child payments, whatever they were. CNBC Campbell Soup CEO says some causes of inflation will be more difficult to overcome. Clearly, parts of the inflation that we're seeing now are more transitional in nature, but there are some areas that probably are a bit more structural. And I do expect inflation to continue as we roll into 2022 for us, even into the first half of the year of the fiscal year of 2023. This is Campbell Soup CEO Mark Klaus speaking to CNBC in an interview. Klaus's comments came in response to a question about the Federal Reserve and its new forecast for three interest rate hikes next year. The updated outlook reflects a more aggressive monetary policy approach from the central bank, as the United States economy experiences the hottest inflation readings in decades, inflation, I mean, I'm tired of hearing it. And I know how to spell it, though. Yahoo Finance via Reuters.com because they want you to register for their stuff. Shortages, inflation curb U.S. retail sales. So U.S. retail sales increased less than expected in November, likely Payback after surging in the prior month as Americans started their holiday shopping early to avoid empty shelves. A rotation in spending from goods back to services also appears to have held back retail sales last month with the report coming from the Commerce Department today showing a sharp drop in receipts at electronics and appliance stores. Online retail sales were unchanged. Higher Food and gasoline prices are probably curtailing discretionary spending, of course. 
If I'm paying more for food and gas, that means I have less money for things that I want. Because, of course, I need gas to get to work, and I need food to feed myself and my family. But I don't need, you know, some new electronics from Best Buy or that new washer and dryer or that new dishwasher. I'll just have some guy come and fix it instead of buying a new one because we just don't have the money. CNN Business, the Fed's huge challenge, taming inflation without starting a recession. And this is what needs to be acknowledged. This, 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 this can happen. President Byron is taking the political punches for inflation, but price stability is the responsibility of the Federal Reserve, not the White House. And prices are anything but stable right now. Consumer prices spiked in November at the fastest pace since 1982. 1982, was that a good year? Might have been. Producer prices soared by nearly 10%, suggesting inflationary pressures are not subsiding anytime soon. The good news is the Federal Reserve is coming to help. He's coming to help. Byron has acknowledged that high inflation is squeezing families. He also argues inflation is peaking now. That may very well be the the case. But it also may not be. Y'all can, you know, hey, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to know what y'all think. But New York Times inflation has arrived. Here's what you need to know. What is inflation? Inflation is a loss of purchasing power over time. It means your dollar will not go as far tomorrow as it did today. Inflation is typically, man, hey, I appreciate this. Who is this? This is Jenna, Gianna, Smilik, man, I I struggle with names sometimes, yo. I'm sorry, Jenna, Jenna, Gina, Gina Smilik, Smilik, New York Times writer. That was a pretty pretty honest explanation. Inflation is a loss in purchasing power over time. That's true. That's true. Your dollar purchases less. I love it. Let me get through these. Uh, what is this? CNET. This is a tech, 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 uh, you know, a little tech, tech site. Tech, tech news. Apple delays return to office indefinitely. Re- the return to work deadline has been delayed again for Apple. Workers were expected to return February 1st, but will now return on a date yet to be determined. Bloomberg reported today, citing an internal memo by Apple CEO Tim Cookery. Quote, we are delaying the state of our hybrid work pilot. Saying that the decision was made to, due to rising cases in many parts of the world and the emergence of a new blah blah. Imagine that. Google, on the other hand, yeah, yeah, uh, Reuters.com, Google says employees flouting poke poke rules will eventually be fired. Yes, they're drawing the line. Alphabet Incorporation's Google told its employees they would lose pay and eventually be fired if they don't follow its new poke poke rules. A memo, a memo circulated by Google's leadership said employees had until December 3rd to declare status and upload documentation showing proof. Dang, that is very privacy invasive. What's up with HIPAA? 
Isn't there HIPAA? Y'all know what HIPAA is? Or to apply for a medical or religious exemption. According to the report, after the date, Google said it would start contacting employees who did not upload their status or were not poked, poked, or those whose exemption requests were not approved. Employees who have not complied with the poke, poke rules by January 18 will be placed on paid administrative leave for 30 days, followed by unpaid personal leave for up to six months, and then termination. Not only Google, the Navy is to begin discharging sailors who refuse the poke poke. Listen, guys, if you if you work for a company, if you sign a contract with the federal government agency or something like that, there can be some sort of mandate. Um, can the government mandate all private citizens? Absolutely not. But they will try, and they will make it seem like so. I don't really have a dog in the fight, but the truth is the truth, and facts are facts. So the U.S. Navy will begin discharging sailors who refuse to get poked, poked, just as the Air Force announced earliest this week that they had discharged service members for failing to get poked, poked. Quote, in order to ensure a fully poked, poked force, U.S. Navy policy is, first, that all Navy service members receive the poke, poke as directed in. Second, that any who refuse the poke, poke be processed for separation at the earliest possible opportunity. End quote. This is Vice Admiral John B. Noel, Jr., the chief of naval personnel, man. And this, I mean, ultimately, you know, this this is going to affect people and affect people in their families. <clears throat> so I wish everybody the best, but you know, this the the line is being drawn in the sand. CNBC US Airlines warn five G wireless could cause havoc with flights. Y'all heard about this? Major US air carriers warned today that plans by AT&T and Verizon Communications to use Spectrum 5G wireless services could be highly disruptive to air travel and cost air passengers $1.6 billion annually in delays. The wireless carriers are set to begin using the Spectrum in just three weeks. Last week, the FAA, the FAA excuse me, issued new airworthiness directives warning interference from 5G wireless spectrum could result in flight diversions. The aviation industry and FAA have raised significant concerns about potential interference of 5G with sensitive aircraft electronics like radio altimeters. In November, AT&T and Verizon agreed to delay the commercial launch of C-band wireless service until January 5th after Federal aviation authorities raised concerns. They also adopted precautionary measures for six months to limit interference. Aviation industry groups said they were insufficient to address air safety concerns. AT&T and Verizon did not immediately comment. Why would they? They have to run it through the lawyers. CNN, nope, I'm sorry. What is self-driving truck company Aurora pilot with Uber Freight? All my truckers, I love y'all, but y'all, you know, y'all got to get ahead of this or you got to get ready to transition because, you know, here we go. Aurora Innovation Incorporated today said it had launched a pilot program with the freight unit of Uber Technologies to transport goods in Texas and to integrate autonomous trucking into Uber Freight's shipping platform. Aurora said it began autonomously 
transporting loads for Uber Freight customers between Dallas and Houston last week. The company plans to launch its commercial autonomous trucking business by the end of 2023, starting in Texas. Uber is an investor in Aurora after the self-driving company bought Uber's autonomous vehicle unit, ATG, last year, and Uber acquired 26% ownership interest in Aurora. Uber Freight is a platform that acts as a middleman in connecting shippers who need goods hauled with available truck drivers, oftentimes independent contractors in a highly fragmented market. And Aurora spokesperson said prior to last week's launch, the company began collaborating with Uber Freight a year ago, hauling goods over thousands of miles in Texas to gain insight. Aurora said carriers who subscribe to its self-driving product will be able to book autonomous trucks through their Uber Freight platform once commercial self-driving trucks launch in 2023. Did y'all know that? Y'all know self-driving trucks is launching in 2023. Moving forward, Bernstein says self-driving trucks are coming. Highlights three stocks for autonomous vehicle future. Self-driving trucks are coming to the freight market, and investors willing to bet on the future innovation can do so through three publicly traded stocks. Asset management firm Bernstein Bernstein said, I'm sorry, Bernstein. Bernstein, and that's it for current events. I'm sorry. It went so long, it was a lot of them. It was quite a bit. It was many. It was, someone said it was too many. Well, I appreciate you sticking through. <laughs> Look at the time. Let me jump into this. <clears throat> Private trust remedies. Private trust remedies. You know, like, most of us, most, most everybody are, are familiar with the public. That's what we know. We, unfortunately, we're born in the public. Raised in the public, went to public schools. Hung out in public parks. As I said, went to public schools, used public bathrooms. Why did you go to a public park? Because we don't have a private park on my land. Why did you go to the public? Pool because we don't have a private pool on my land. Why did you go to public school? Because we don't have private school on my family's estate. And so on and so forth. So if it is to be private, then where is the law? What and if 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 we know what the law is, what is the remedy what's the remedies and where are remedies found so we all know what a trust is a trust is a a right of property granted to the trustees where they hold and administers said property according to the contract indenture for the benefit of the beneficiaries. A trust is a contract. So we're talking private trust remedies. Are we talking private trust rights? We're not talking 
public trust rights. Are there public trust rights? Probably. There's civil rights. There's corporate rights. There's public rights. So if 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 I'm familiar with public rights, if I understand correctly that this specific private structure, Mr. Soap, is not created by state legislation, therefore it doesn't fall under the governance of state legislation, where is the remedy? What if something happens? And what rights do this, does this private trust have rights? Does this private trust have remedies? Okay, look. So, to break it down as basic as possible, and not to say that you're not smart or that you happen to be some sort of like intellectual slow or something like that, no, let's not even play around. This needs to be put into the basics as far as I'm concerned because this needs to be the foundation. And foundations are typically very solid and typically, you know, can be very simple, right? So let's get into a situation where there would be statutory remedies for a private trust. Let's start with that. Private trust is doesn't owe its existence to legislation. Therefore, it's not governed by legislation. Correct? Correct. Okay. So, how would it have statutory remedies? Well, in doing business, in contracting, in transacting in the public, because, you know, trusts, specifically business trusts, do transact in the public. In transacting in the public, the Trust itself enters into contract typically with a business or, you know, an individual by way of, you know, the signature of the trustees. For example, opening a bank account for the trust. There's there's a banking Agreement. There's a banking relationship. It's a commercial banking relationship that is governed by not only the commercial bank contract that was likely electronically signed by the trustee when they went into the bank to open the account, but it also falls over, under the governance of state statutes, state corporate banking statutes, because each bank is given a state charter. Now, if the bank acts irresponsibly, loses your money, says that the trust only has a certain amount of funds available, but really it doesn't and should have more, if there's a problem between the trust and the bank, that issue that controversy is typically going to fall under statutory remedies. There's going to be a statutory remedy. If the bank owes the trust the money, there's going to be a statutory remedy requiring the bank to reimburse or pay the trust. Now, they're likely, if the bank, you you know, sometimes it's rare, but sometimes, you know, you, you got to sue the bank. You got to 
You got to bring a case against the bank in the name of the trust. And then, you know, the state courts adjudicating according to state statutes will provide the statutory remedy to the trust. That's one example. And, of course, you can extrapolate this example, you know, to all public contracts that are made on behalf of the trust, all of them, because the other actor or the other party to the contract is going to be some sort of state entity. It's going to be a state corporation or a state citizen by way of some individual who is more than likely transacting under their all capital name, the birth certificate name or whatever. So that gives them, that gives the state jurisdiction. So there's going to be statutory remedies. There may not be statutory remedies in specific cases, specifically private contracts. Now, let's say, and this this is kind of where it gets sticky, and let's get into this. You're private, I'm private. We're both administering private entities, private contracts, not governed or created under statutory authority. Now, we, we create a contract, your trust, your performance consideration, trust to trust, private entity to private entity. And let's say you breach the contract. Where's the remedy? Now, we got to understand this. We got to understand what the private trust is in the first place, you know. If if the trust can operate and do business and does not come under any type of uh, statutory law or statutory entanglements, what law is, is that? And why isn't that law being taught? If it's not coming under statutory law, what law is it coming under? Most of y'all probably know. I'm going to bust it out for you anyway. Contract law. Contract law is the most powerful law, especially when you're dealing in commerce. Specifically, where is the remedies? Contract remedies. The remedy is within the contract. Now, it is... It is very important, excuse me, it is very important that when when transacting, especially when transacting in the private, that all potential issues, inconveniences, and problems will and should be addressed in the contract. If it's a contract for services, for a job to be done, what happens if, when is it supposed to be done by? What happens if it's not done by this date? What happens if you're in breach? What happens if this trust is in breach? What happens if this trust is in breach? If you look at a lease, you know, for your apartment, it'll tell you, you know, after this day, it's a late fee, and it's, it's after, and it's this much, fee every day until it's paid. Why is that in there? That's in the contract. So when you sign the contract, 
You become bound. It's a, the contract is binding. So the, what is the remedy? The trust remedy is in the, in the contract itself. It has to be. Now, is it in the contract indenture or is it in the contract that was entered into by the private parties? I would suggest that it's in both. But the remedy is in the contract. Now, statutory remedies do not apply to contract remedies. Well, what is the venue where we would receive the remedy? Because if it's not a statutory court, what what's going on? So this is very confusing. I understand. But before I explain, let me let y'all know. We got about five minutes left in the broadcast. And I'm going to go over. So if you want to check out the rest of the show, Live, you want to call in 563-999-3625. Once again, 563-999-3625. Otherwise, you will be disconnected and you have to check out the archive. You know, that's, that's how it works. But the private remedy, the private trust remedy is in the contract. It's in the contract, not contract disclosures. Now, one of the main disclosures is, you know, that the parties or parties to the contract of any trust, private trust, are to look to the trust itself for any payment of debts or outstanding bills and not to the trustees. That's a disclosure. You got to include that. You got to disclose that for it to be binding. So if there's... If there is remedies within the contract indenture of the trust itself, it either needs to be disclosed before the execution of the contract, the private contract between the private entities, or it has to be included in the contract itself, the contract for services or whatever. Typically, it's going to be a contract for services. The remedy must be in the contract. Now, where do, what venue? It's going to be a, an equitable venue. It's going to be a court of equity. Because what? We're only looking for, for performance. We're looking for the court of equity to compel performance of the contract, not to make any decisions, not to make any adjudications, not to be a referee, anything. Just, you know, familiarize yourself with this contract. This is a this is a breach of contract suit, and we're not looking for any statutory allowed damages or anything like that. You don't need to look to any statute for damages or any remedies. We're looking for the performance to the performance of this contract. So in the contract, if it said, "Oh, the the." The work will be finished by the 5th of January. If it's not finished by the 5th of January, there will be a late fee of $500 per day. The work was finished on the 15th of January. That was 10 days late. 10 times 5. 
That's five grand. That's five thousand dollars. And the other part of the contract was not trying to pay the five thousand dollars. We're not looking for anything for any type of statutory remedy. We're looking for the remedy that was already included in the contract. We're looking for contract performance. The work was only was not completed until the tenth. Now, we may have to show substantiation and evidence to substantiate the fact or the allegation that the work was finished 10 days late, but that wouldn't be too difficult if you have, you know, pictures with timestamps, you could take a, a photograph of the late work with a newspaper with the date clearly clearly legible. <clears throat> On the newspaper, there's many ways where you can, you know, I mean, look, you just got to be creative as a trustee. You got to be creative. Do your job. Do your job. But the private trust remedies, they're in the contract. They're in the contract, y'all. I can't, I can't say this enough. It, It requires foresight. It requires thought thought out planning. It requires due diligence. And it requires worst case scenario contemplation. Now, every time we enter into contract as trustees, every time we create a contract as trustees, we learn something new, we get better. We, we gain what is called experience. But knowing where the remedy is in private trust administration is important. Knowing how to gain or achieve remedy on behalf, on behalf of the trust is part of your trustee responsibility. Now, of course, you can get help. I, feel, I look at it the same way as, you know, you should never reach 20, 18, 17, 16 years old without knowing how to cook for yourself. It's like 35-year-old person walking in and just telling me they don't know how to cook. I think that's unacceptable. It's kind of weird. And that's that's how it goes with trustees. You, you as a trustee, you need to know how to find the private trust remedies. You need to understand how to actuate a remedy when necessary. You gotta, it's your, it's you, you have to act as a fiduciary when it comes to these trust entities. When you look that term up, that's that's a very 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 high level of responsibility. So if there's a breach of contract, if something happened, you can't just let it go. Can't, oh, it's cool. Nah, man, you have to act on behalf of the trust. That's why I say, you know, especially when you're doing private trust administration, you should probably stay away from friends and family for at, for, at least at first. Because all that uh, being understanding and not not tripping and, and, and hooking a brother up and all that stuff will get your trust busted. I'm telling you the truth. So 
for proper administration <clears throat> is required when it comes to you know remedial processes, especially being dealing with you know some sort of public venue or or public arena. So, what is proper administration? No self dealing. No transacting or administering the trust in a way or in a form that benefits you more than it benefits the trust. I mean, come on now. No commingling of assets. This, the trust is not you, and you are not the trust. Don't put your money in the trust account. Don't put the trust money in. Don't tr- the trust money in your account. Don't play around. What's wrong with you? What's the matter with you? Proper substantiation through trust minutes and board of trustee authorizations or resolutions. Proper administration. Proper mindset. Proper mindset and proper training. Maybe trustee training. Maybe maybe trustee training with the foundation. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you'll email us. Admin at welcome to the foundation dot com and inquire as to trustee training. And be like, you know what, so I appreciate you been listening to you for a long time. Been meaning to get with you. Learned a lot checking out your free shows called the Foundation, Mister Soat L, that you've been doing for free <laughs> for over half a decade. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, but I'm not joking. And I would like to inquire as a trustee training. Tell me something about. Tell me about it, Mister Soat L. Maybe, maybe you'll do that. Maybe, maybe you will. Maybe you'll get to a point or a level of comfort and familiarity having listened to the foundation, having been a follower of the foundation for a certain amount or even a prolonged period of time. That you're comfortable enough to hit us up and you know, inquire as to the training. You know, get into the, get into the training. Get, in, get into the trustee training. Learn how to administer these entities properly. You know, without being freaked out, without a bunch of anxiety and stress. And am I going to lose all my stuff? And am I am I messing up? And did I just get scammed? And is the IRS going to disregard everything? And you know, put your mind at ease. Learn, learn the true and proper way to administer a private estate. Take back the power. Take back the control of your own life. The control of your own labor. Protect your assets. Mitigate estate taxes, death taxes, inheritance taxes, generation, skipping taxes, gift taxes. I mean... <laughs> And, of course, you know, income taxes in a lot of ways. I'm not legal. I'm not giving you legal advice. I'm not making any legal promises or financial promises or anything like that. You know, these are things that can be put into play and that actually work. But it's not just some paperwork and you fill out the right paperwork and then that's not how it works. You follow the 12 steps. That the guru gave you And then the IRS says okay No, no, you gotta know this stuff Well enough 
that if there's any action, any allegation, any inquiry, you know what to do. Or if not, you know, you're in trustee training, you have my personal mobile number, you just give me a call. Hey, so, uh, I got this thing going on, you got a minute? Well, yeah, of course I got a minute, what's going on? Let's do this. So, you know, admin and welcome to the foundation. I mean, trustee training also includes consultations. There's no donation for consultations. I want to talk to you at least once a week, and that's that's for the free, not for the fee. It includes us setting up, structuring, or potentially restructuring your current public entity, your state entity, your LLC, your corporation, whatever. I'm not saying throw it away. We'll just, let's, let's just utilize it properly. Let's, let's do it properly. Let's do it how the wealthy, the 1% do it. Because, you know, why not? Maximize everything. Minimize minimize risk and maximize it. Hey, you know what it is. And, you know, if you look at to set up or to scale out and increase your business credit, you know, that's included in trustee training as well. You know? Um, I would definitely check it out. You know, I would definitely shoot me an email at least just, just to see what's up, you know. Hey, worst case scenario, you'd be like, you know what? This dude is tripping, and I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I ain't got time for this. <laughs> I say that all the time. No, I'm just playing. But, yeah, I don't know. Check it out. Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. This stuff is real, and, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to just, you know, anyone who's listening, anyone who's out here looking, anyone who is searching, hey, if, if this is what you're searching for, I'm just trying to get it to you. I'm trying to get it to you as, as, as quickly, as efficiently, as holistically, as realistically as possible, you know, really, so that you can take action and, and change your life, because it changed mine. It really did, it's, and it changed so many people's lives. And, you know, it's not a thing where people sit around the circle of salt and pay homage and stuff. Nah, man, you get, get this information, and once you get the information, you, it starts clicking, you get up and go. Most people, that, that when it clicks, I don't hear from them for a while. They, they go to work. All apologetic when they hit me up. I'm sorry, I talked to you in a while. You know, I've been working, man. I did this and this and this and this. And I got to tell them, you're supposed to get to work. I respect it. I appreciate it. This information is supposed to free you. It's, to, it's supposed to inspire you. It's supposed to change your life. Because what is going private if not a lifestyle? So I ain't going to take no calls. But I appreciate y'all checking out the show. You know, Private Trust Remedies. Let's just get it straight. If you have any questions or comments, please shoot me an email. Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com Sometimes I parse words. I speak in certain derivatives. I don't know. I don't want you to be confused. I want you to get this. If you'd like to book a consultation for your specific edification, <laughs> email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. If you're looking to, you know, go private, you know, set your family up for multi-generational wealth, start uh, private banking, understand how to do that and how to actually utilize that and what are the benefits of it. You know, these things, trustee training, that's all I can say. You know, trustee training. But, you know, a consultation, I'll put, I'll put you on. I'm not going to withhold anything in the consultation, you know. But 
It's up to you, 100%. Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Thank you for checking out the show. You know, I appreciate y'all. We're coming to the end of the year, man. <sighs> this stuff is starting to fly. It's been flying. Time flies. It's crazy, isn't it? Let's make it worth it. Let's 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 do something crazy dope. Let's do something that generations before us were unable to do, didn't know how to do, didn't even know it was possible. Let's do something people next to you probably don't even understand, can't even comprehend. You are special. You are smart. Do you understand how technical this subject is? You understand most people would rather be playing games or watching sports or, or some sort of drama TV, some rom-com, something. And you are delving into very, very technical subjects. You're amazing. You're amazing. You know? So keep it up. Keep it moving. Don't doubt yourself. Believe in yourself. Don't give up because will you regret giving up in 20 years, in 30 years, in 40 years? I would suggest that you think about that. And if you, as, as I said, if you're looking to get in trustee training, if you believe that's something for you, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. As I said, I, I trust that you learned something from this episode of the Foundation Private Trust Remedies. And, you know, I look forward to serving you and your family in the future. With that being said, let's wrap it up. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing from y'all in the emails. I'm kind of transitioning to a new kind of thing. Obviously, I guess it's not a transition. I pretty much stopped taking callers, but that's not going to be forever. But I'm working on some new stuff, and we got some new stuff dropping next year. And I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you are too. So I suggest that you sign up for the email list at welcometothefoundation.com just so you can be on the cusp or the bleeding edge of what we got going here at the foundation, man. We appreciate you, though. Love you very much, man. We do this for you. For you, for you, for you, man. Just just trying to change your life. Just, just trying to. Try and help you live your best, your best, most fulfilled life. You know what I mean? So with that being said, y'all have a great week. As always, enjoy yourself. Make sure you enjoy yourself. Take time out to enjoy yourself. Quit playing. And anyone who wants to mess with that time, that little time out of the day or the week that you take to enjoy yourself, anyone who wants to mess with that, you need to go ahead and cancel culture them, man. Hit them with the cancel culture. Uh-uh, CC, nigga. Cancel culture. Nice try. But yes, enjoy yourself. Take time out to enjoy yourself. Whatever you do. Whatever whatever you enjoy. Make it a habit. Make it once a week. Make it twice, twice a month. Whatever it is. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Some of these things, you know, you do, you're not taking care of yourself. You're not eating right. You're not exercising. You're eating the wrong stuff. I'm 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 guilty. I'm guilty. I don't eat right all the time. I, I've fallen off. I used to have a have a different physique. Now I have a, a not so dope physique, man. But I'm taking measures once again to make it happen. Taking measures to once again take care of myself. We all fall off, man. Everybody, no one's perfect, man. Come on now. Anybody said they're perfect? Slap him in the mouth. Slap him. I'm serious. Do it fast. Don't even think about it. Just. Psh. 
Man, don't tell me that. Tell me you perfect. Man, say it again. Say it again. I'm just playing, but you know. I mean, you can slap my mouth if you want. Make sure you know, no tattle tailor some charge pressure. You know, careful, <laughs> careful for the stitches. Not just playing, but y'all enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Absolutely, take care of yourself. You know, hey, it's it's real out here. It's real out here. So, I'm gonna quit rambling. Y'all have a great week. Make sure that you enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. As always, make sure you say 10 things that you are thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night as it is important. And I'll catch you next week on the same network, the hottest radio network on the planet. This is High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host of the Foundation So L, and it has been a pleasure. I'll catch y'all next week. Peace to the God. High Frequency Radio. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.